This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. What's up, walkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk, an elegant podcast for a more civilized age. Aw. Before we get started, we'd like to hear a word from our sponsors. Let's hear it. Balatik's Bowl Cut Boutique. Whether you're bawling out in the bowels of the Aravana or just plain vain, we've got you covered with a bowl. Best bowls in the biz. It's always good to see you in bangs. Balatik's Bowl Cut Boutique. We want to welcome you all back for another episode of the Skywalk. This week, uh, there hasn't been a lot of breaking news this week, Jeff. But we have some things. We have some corrections to get to. And we have a very full fail bag. We have some feedback from our dear, beloved listeners about our last couple of episodes that we're going to share with people today and respond to. Nice. Um, first of all, a couple of corrections from our last couple of episodes. Uh, one or two episodes back, we talked about one of Gareth Edwards' uh, earlier movies. Gareth Edwards, of course, the director of Rogue One, Jeffrey, which we all know and love. Um, I said it was called Monster. It's actually called Monsters. Also, we mentioned uh, Maura Taggart. It's actually more Moira. Moira? Is that how you would say it, Jeff? Moira. Moira. <laughs> M-O-I-R-A. Ta- Moira. McTaggart. Moira McTaggart. Moira McTaggart. That's who Rose Byrne played in. Oh, it's a- not Mick? Mick. It's Mac? I don't know. Maybe. Now we'll have to correct that next time. <laughs> okay. Uh, Moira McTaggart. Yeah, maybe McTaggart. That sounded right. Uh, from the X-Men movies. Um, we also got some shout-outs today. Every week, we are growing in numbers like sand people. What? We cover our tracks by walking single file. There we go. But there's a lot of tracks, Jeff. We've been getting a lot of new listeners. I don't know why, Jeff. We get a lot of people from Minnesota, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of Viking fans on nice. Facebook. Welcome, Viking fans. We were How did re- that happen? I was rooting for you all this year. I wanted to see the Vikings in the Super Bowl. But it's true what Devin McCourty said. You're better off losing the round before. Because the pain of losing the Super Bowl is excruciating. Ooh. Still the best football game I saw this year. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. hands down. New Orleans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was man. incredible. Um, we also want to shout out the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics. That's a uh, T-A-O-S-W-F. This is an awesome Facebook group, Jeff. Do they have their own Tau? Do they have their own Tau? What's a Tau again? That's a really bad pun. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I saw the I saw the word the letters T A O so yeah well they are a Tau they're a Tau swoof uh, the Alliance of Star Wars fanatics um, it's an awesome Star Wars Facebook group where people nice. just go all day ask each other questions bring things up talk about what they love about Star Wars just the fact that they listened makes them good in my book yeah man welcome to everybody there especially uh, Gerard and Steve who are two friends of ours that we know and we found out that they were doing something like we're doing and they have their own podcast as well that you can find over there the voice of the alliance Uh, so you should check those guys out cool cool speaking of Steve Uh uh, Steve had our first entry to the fail bag what Um, I'm going to start calling him man of steel book wow and you're about to find out why let's play the clip let's hear it bro how dare you rag on the Steelbook? The Best Buy Steelbook is amazing. It's beautiful. My kids can throw it around the house and it won't break. Gimmicky. Steelbook could be around long after that trashy plastic DVD case gets broken. I buy the Steelbook last two years, last two movies actually, and I have it pre-ordered for this movie. Because I like the case, I like the durability, I buy the Blu-ray DVD combo 
because we like to play the DVD in our Honda Odyssey van. It has a built-in DVD player, so we gotta get it. I don't have 4K and our TV is great, and so whatever. I also buy a digital copy though. I buy it on iTunes. Because sometimes I just get lazy and queue up my Apple TV and it's sitting right there. Brett. Yes. My man Steve is in the minivan <laughs> minivan mafia. So funny that he is calling straight from the minivan about how great his steelbook is. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I guess he was calling from the minivan. He actually sent me a video of that from his car. Wow. Um, I, I agree, Jeff. I think these were all good points by our man Steve, aka Min of Steelbook, <laughs> because uh, I don't know. He actually has me turned around a little bit. I'm thinking about getting the, the Best Buy gimmicky steelbook. For some reason, all I could think of was one of the kids sitting on the DVD case <laughs> and breaking it to a million pieces. I'm, and he's like, you know what? We're going steelbook from here on out. I pictured the kid jumping up and down. Ooh, on, right? okay. Here's what I want to know, though, Jeff. I think these are right, all excellent go. points. Mm-hmm. But do we really think that this is why they're making the steelbook? Yes, because it's impact resistant. <laughs> you know that's the last thing Disney wants. <laughs> they do not care about the working stiff, the fan- family man or woman. They would prefer you, Jeff, to break your Blu-ray case and have to buy another one. How much more do I have to pay for this case again? Uh, I think five bucks. Not going to be able to do it. <laughs> All right, Jeff, let's move on to our next failback entry. Now, let's hear it. Uh, sometimes when somebody has something just so thoughtful to share, uh, the best platform to give it is to just let everybody hear it, as many people as possible. Yeah. Because sometimes it's just so informative. Just put it out there. And intelligent and well thought out. Um, I just want to share this comment from a guy named, uh, we won't say the name, but uh, I mentioned uh, this comment on our last podcast, but I didn't actually read it. So, Jeff, I did an episode a month and a half ago or so called In Defense of the Last Jedi. Uh, I didn't mean that to be a clickbaity kind of name. It was more just here are some of the merits of The Last Jedi that maybe, but it was. That, that I didn't pick up on the first couple of times. But I like to think that if I was a fan who didn't like The Last Jedi, I would want someone to convince me to like it. Like in my dream world, right? If there's a bad movie, if you can talk me into liking it so that I genuinely really? like it, that's great, right? Let me, read this. Let me read this to you, Jeff. Speaking of The Last Jedi, our uh, Facebook commenter said, There is no defense. Movie sucked. In The Last Jedi, Luke sucked, comma. Ray makes no sense, comma. Ray's parents was another plot hole, comma. Yoda looks weird, comma. Snoke is wasted, comma. Ray's lightsaber gets destroyed, comma. Rose's interest in Finn is forced, comma. Purple hair lady is weird, comma. Mary Poppins is dumb, comma. Luke's death made absolutely no sense, comma. I mean, he thought too hard and it killed him, comma. No lightsaber duel, comma. Finn's story sucked, comma. Phasma was wasted again, comma. Luke milked that sea creature, comma. Luke whined the entire movie, comma. He ended this comment on a comma. (laughs) But then he kept going. I've got a couple of comments about this. He commented again. Comma. He followed up his previous two comments with the following. Say what you will about episode seven, a forced hope for copying and pasting episode four, period. Ooh, change of pace. Episode eight, the last insult, hit the delete button on all things Star Wars. Oh, you, you're not going to continue. Well, I did respond to him. Yeah. And I want to tell you, I wanted to be as diplomatic. 
I want all types of fans, Jeffrey. Okay, I don't want right, to turn all anybody right. off. You're I do, all inclusive, Brett. Clearly, anyone who has listened to this podcast knows that I could not disagree more with our friend here. You are the best resort to go to. <laughs> Keep going. I replied with, uh, you've convinced me to see it a fourth time just to make sure it's as bad as you say it is. He replied. Is there a little bit of snark there? No. Nope. It's more of like a tongue-in-cheek. Like, okay, hey, let's, let's both laugh with each other. We're right. both on opposite sides of this, uh, yeah, yeah. this uh, disagreement here. Uh, he wrote back, LOL, Skywalk Podcast, so funny. Just be ready. The movie is garbage. So I don't know. He thought my comment was funny, but he also seems to not have noticed that I had already seen it three times because he was warning me that it was going to be garbage. <laughs> anyway. I've got three comments about this. Tell me, Jeff. Okay. Number one, shout out to this uh, particular commenter because he took the effort of capitalizing the beginning of every sentence or phrase within his comment <laughs> and ending it with a comma never a period which is interesting it's kind of like a haiku that got injected with the captain america super yeah, soldier serum yeah. right? it's, it's you know just kind of went on and on which i you know i get that i but the other part is i love the fact that he he says lol comma skywalk podcast period now my thing is is he laughing at the fact that it's named the skywalk or is he just laughing, period? No, he was just laughing. Um, I couldn't tell. Yeah, I think there might have even been another comment later on that indicated that oh, he was he okay. was laughing along. He was saying, hey, you know, which this is what I appreciate, Jeff. Mm. Although I, th- I think a lot of fans might be turned off by the definitive tone. Right. I mean, he's telling us that this movie is garbage mm-hmm. in no uncertain terms. Not his opinion. This is stated as fact. Yeah. But okay, he's laughing. And we laughed at each other. Jeff, I've seen this at... Um, at Red Sox games. Okay. okay. Been to Fenway Park. I've been to Red Sox Yankee games. There are always Yankee fans in the crowd. Some get Coca-Cola dumped on their heads and kicked out of the stadium. And they love it. And they don't love it, actually. Really? The ones who are cool about it, mm. who can laugh at themselves, they ingratiate themselves into the Red Sox fandom. Yeah. And I've seen people who the, the Red Sox fans then embraced because they were willing to laugh at themselves and to accept that, yes, I am on your turf mm. wearing my 26 World Championships T-shirt from the New York Yankees. But, really? But I can laugh. And if you yell at me, Yankees, whatever, I'm going to laugh and roll, let it roll off my back. I got to say, Brett. Yeah. I've yet to see that. <laughs> now, I have seen that for other teams, yeah, yeah. but not for the Yankees. No, it, it happens. You it know? does happen. And I'm sure okay. it happens when Red Sox fans go somewhere else. If yeah, you yeah. can laugh at yourself, you can state your opinion, yep. you can let people know what you think, but just laugh it's at yourself and, and don't take it too seriously at the end of the day, and then everybody gets along and they hug. There we go. Yeah. So I have one final point, Yeah. which is he makes um, the reference Mary Poppins is dumb. And two things about this. One is it automatically tells me uh, which age bracket he's in. Right. Because how many teenagers really know who Mary Poppins is? None of them. Like. Well, they might know the meme from Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe. <laughs> like, just maybe. But, like, uh, it already kind of tells me where he might be. Um, I'm thinking he's either in the attic or the basement. I'm not sure. But the idea <laughs> is there is a generational gap here. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Oh, Jeff, I could have told you without checking this guy's profile, which I did. Mm. But if I hadn't, I could have told you right away he's between 35 and 45 years old and he's white. Oh, not bad. Anyway, so am I, friend. So I'm not judging you for that. (laughs) I could just tell. (laughs) Jeff, 
solo movie. Um, not much to talk about right now on this. We'll probably we will definitely have entire episodes dedicated to Han Solo movie speculation, mm-hmm. expectations, yes. things that we're hoping to see. We'll do a pregame show like we did for The Last Jedi, and Will that'll Chewbacca be a lot of fun. Will get his hair dried? I don't know. <laughs> Does he need it? He's young at that point, Jeff. Ooh. You really start, have to start taking care of yourself when you get a little older. No. But here's what I hope it avoids, okay? So some good news has been coming out lately. Donald Glover was interviewed, and he's just like, man, this is so, such a fun movie. It's the most fun Star Wars movie that's ever been made. It's really great summer, big blockbuster entertainment. Mm. Uh, I believe Ryan Johnson said something similar just yesterday. Uh, of course he did. He implied that he's maybe seen the whole thing or at least a rough cut of it. And he was like, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a good time. And honestly, that's what I really hope it is. I hope it doesn't take itself too seriously. That's think, true. But I always take director's comments yeah. with a grain of salt. Well, and the actor who's in and the movie the playing Lando. There's a little, little bias there. Grain of salt, definitely. Like the surface of Crate. <laughs> But here's my thing. Um, I think the problem that Disney's had thus far, I think one of the reasons they stepped in on Rogue One is something I refer to as home run syndrome, Mm. where like every movie's got to be the big, climactic, dramatic home run. Kind of like what Marvel was doing in the earlier days. I think they're learning, right? They're getting better. But every movie had to be the end of the world. And every or movie, close to it. right, or close to it, have to have these huge stakes and end with this giant battle and shootout or whatever. And I think that's the that's the danger for Disney, where I think they took over Rogue One because it just wasn't big and epic enough for them. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a place. Think about a great album in music. Mm. You've got your song that's going to live on for thirty years on a great album, but not every song is this epic uh, crescendo, right? Crescendo, climactic. Saga. Bombastic. You have your quiet acoustic song. You've got your whatever, your fun, just dance, move it along song. So anyway, I just hope they can let this movie just be what it is. Let it be a fun adventure just of these younger happen. characters in let their heyday. Let me eat my popcorn, man. <laughs> just let me eat my popcorn. Jeff, do you want to talk about Rebels at all? Um, I know you've I'm only... not sure if I should watch the next two episodes yeah. before I comment. Okay. Because I feel like they're all kind of linked. Okay. Well, let's talk about the first two. So Rebels recently returned from their mid-season hiatus. Yes. Um, They dropped two episodes the first week. Mm -hmm. Then they dropped two episodes this week. They'll drop two more next week. And that's the end of the Rebels series, right? So let's just talk about those first two that they dropped a little over a week ago. Okay. Jeff, I thought they were fantastic. Yes. Right? Uh, So I thought the first episode, Jedi Knight, was amazing. Yes. We're about to spoil it for you people. See, that's the thing. Okay, so we'll give you five, four, four three, three, two. It's a trap! Um, Kanan dies, and his death was amazing. It was meaningful. Straight on point. He had that's to. How you die? That's how you die. He had to die. His friends could not survive unless he died. Listeners, you can't see me right now, but I am raising my <laughs> hands to the sky, and I'm like, what the heck? Why do you not have a Jedi Master dying like this? My only regret about it, Jeff, is he finally got his hairdo on point. Ooh. He shaved his head. Yes, he did. Now, Kanan can't see anymore, and his haircut looked like the haircut of a dude who can't see that cut his own hair. Exactly. But it looked dope. Still look good. Right? And his hair has been awful. There was a Thrawn slash Tarkin slash Krennic tie-in. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Which gives you a reason to watch Rogue One again. Right. Uh, There was Kanan's moment where he's going to rescue Hera, and he uses some crazy force moves on, uh, I think, a couple of stormtroopers, tosses one out a window. 
Amazing. Yep. Kanan and Hera's love moment. They kiss, Jeff. They okay. did. We actually have proof that they're in a relationship. Exactly. And that, mo- that moment was so earned and done so well that I got chills from that, too. Wow. The character Rook. This is um, Thrawn's sort of bodyguard, as if Thrawn needs one. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. Hate him. Yep. Hate him. Rook's got to go. Goofy. <laughs> Super goofy. Here's the, here's the weird thing. In, in some frames, he's taller than the um, the other character, the bi- the big character on the uh, rebel side, Zeb. Zeb. And in some cases, he's taller than Zeb. Yeah. And then they show him being shorter than in, like a stormtrooper. Right. I'm like, what's going on here? Looking like a slightly oversized hermit crab. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. I did love in the next episode when Zeb called him a baby rancor. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> Great line. Um, the gunships. There were these gunships, yep, the Empire's yep, gunships. I remember. Yeah, Super those were cool. pretty cool. Um, the other Kanan uh, and Hera moment was also very good, where they, I think they finally just told each other that they loved each other, Yeah, which is just wonderful. And that's when you knew Kanan was going to die. You knew it was coming. Um, the following episode was called Doom. Season, uh, so this is like the second episode after the mid-season break. Well, I, I just want to give one more moment. The, the, the force powers he displays, yep. he was able to, with one hand... Oh, keep yeah. Hera from coming back. Yep. And then with the other hand, yep. keep all of that e- energy from the explosion contained. Yeah. Which is like, dude. It was fantastic. Boss move. Right. And see that and they and they've been really good about being um being very cautious not to overuse the force at the wrong times. That's but, what I mean. But that was a moment almost you could imagine it being some sort of force adrenaline. Yeah. Where all of a sudden he kind of – he had never done anything like that before. Yeah. But, but in he, that moment he absolutely needed to and he expended every last ounce of energy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He expended his life yes. force to get this to happen. Yep. The following episode was called Doom, spelled D-U-M-E. Um, it was a slower episode, but I thought it was necessary. And I thought they needed to kind of dig in a little bit to what had just happened, what all of these things mean, so that they can build up the final stretch. And run. grief takes time. Yeah. You know, to me, that was the real aspect of this of this episode, that it's like, let's not ignore the fact that when important characters in your life die, you grieve. Exactly. And Hera's grief in particular was so real was so real because she was blaming herself because of what happened. Mm-hmm. And you can see why she would. Did she go through all the stages? Uh, I don't know. She's like she's not, I don't through. think she's finally there yet. She's on like step two or three right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zeb, I want to say one thing about Zeb. Okay. Why can't we kill him off? Ooh. I cannot stand that character. Really? I didn't like him from episode one to whatever the heck number we're on now. Uh, I haven't seen – so I watched the third episode, but I won't talk about it right. yet. Um, and I haven't seen the fourth one yet. Okay. Uh, but maybe we'll talk about that on the next episode. That's happening today, my friends. Yeah. Great series. I like the way it's headed. Um, I only have even higher expectations for the live action or the next animation show or series. Right there with you, Jeffrey. Maybe in a coming episode we can talk about what that might be, where that might take place, both uh, in terms of location but also in the timeline. Who knows, man? Maybe we won't find out until me and you go to celebration next year, Jeff. Listeners, give us your take. Uh, listeners, one last thing. We have uh, I have one recommendation. We're going to try to recommend things to you guys. We already recommended to you the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics Facebook group, which is amazing. Has a ton yeah. of members, by the way. There is no shortage of Star Wars conversation there, Jeff. Please, listeners, check it out. It is 24-7. People sharing really cool artwork that they made. Just wow. bring up interesting questions, interesting topics. Um, another recommendation... Uh, it's really weird. So there's this one-off podcast 
It's okay. not an ongoing podcast. It's like a single episode. If you search on iTunes or Stitcher, whatever you use for your podcast. So it's just a moment in time. It's just a moment in time. That moment, Jeff, was a, uh, either right before or right after The Force Awakens came out. Mm-hmm. And it's an interview with John Boyega, who, of course, plays Finn. Of course. In the new Star Wars movies. So search for Meet the Actor, colon, John Boyega. And you'll find this podcast. But the interview is fascinating. And he talks in particular the most wonderful part. Harrison Ford came to him one day on set and basically told him he was tired of the uh, the food selection on set. (laughs) It was kind of just like, let's get out of here. And the two of them, I think they were in London near where John Boyega actually grew up. So he took him out and you just got to listen to it. Seriously? Oh, Oh, okay, okay. This is actually worth listening to. People, if you want to follow us on social media, uh, on iTunes, just search for The Skywalk, Sky as in Sky, Walk as in the thing you cook in. Oh, yeah. W-O-K. Facebook at facebook.com slash SW over coffee. Because we be sizzling. Twitter at SW over coffee. And as you know, StarWarsOverCoffee.Podomatic.com. For any of you weirdos that use Podomatic. (laughs) This is Brett. This is Jeff. And we're just two dudes. Talking about Star Wars. (laughs) On the Skywalk. In the Skywalk. So we were filming today. And this dude was (coughs) listening to his headphones walking by us. Yes. Singing Get Lucky. We just hear, okay. I'm up all night to have fun. <laughs> Dude sang the whole thing, man. The whole, Where is this? This was out uh, over at MIT. If you know oh, MIT? Wow. It met the um, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. That place, that really? Place? Yeah, yeah. Huh. We were over there today. Is that where they had the uh, Sloan Sports Convention? Yes, it is, my friend. Interesting. Uh, I, heard a, I heard a number of stars were there, Brett. Mm-hmm. I heard the same thing. Wasn't Obama showing up? Jalen Rose there, too. <laughs> Jeff, you have a problem. If anyone knows. <laughs> I'm like, Obama, and you're like, Jalen Rose. 